my brothers and sisters in the Lord, God bless you and welcome to another podcast. In today's podcast, I want to speak about the subject of love. Now, love might seem like an obvious topic. It might even seem like an obvious um, and simple thing to talk about. And yes, you're right, it it can be. But uh, if you were to take 10 people, for example, and ask them, what is love? Out of those 10 people, maybe six of them would each have a different answer for you. They would give you an answer according to their own perspective, according to their own view. Each person would have a different answer about what love is. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 13, gives a breakdown of the biblical interpretation of love Paul breaks it down for us and tells us exactly what love is but today we live in a society we live in a world where you get told that love in fact is quite the opposite of what Paul told us you see the world tells us that love is Valentine's Day (laughs) because we've recently had that love will tell you that you have to spend money in order to show that you love someone the world will tell you that you mustn't offend somebody with the truth to show that you love them the world will tell you that you need to lie to somebody hide the truth from them to show them that you love them Love, by the world standards, is a very tainted view of what love actually is. Forever being bombarded with drama series on Netflix, (laughs) if you watch that, I don't. Um, But if you do, you'll find a lot of romantic dramas on there. And you'll see a lot of advertisement, especially around the time of Valentine's Day. And it's all centered on money and what you can give someone and the ways, the material ways, that is, that you can show someone that you love them. And if you have none of these things, if you are none of these things, then the world tells you that you do not love that person. And so I think it's fair to say that Many people have grown up with a jaded view of what love actually is. Many of us, including myself when I was in the world, grew up with a view of what love, what we thought love actually was. When I was in the world, to me, love was showing someone materially Buying somebody something, buying somebody a gift was showing someone that you love them. I can tell you right now that it definitely wasn't the biblical perspective of what love is. 
You see, Paul breaks it down and he tells us that if you're reading the KJV version, it tells you that love is charity. And the Strong's Concordance tells you that the word charity just simply means love, affection, love, benevolence. It's a brotherly love. It's, it's, it's love. So the KJ version tells us that love is long-suffering, it's kind, it doesn't envy, it's not puffed up, it behaves, doesn't behave itself unseemingly, seeks not her own, not easily provoked, thinks no evil, doesn't rejoice in inequity, rejoices in the truth, bears all things and it believes all things and hopes for all things and endures all things. Paul goes on to tell us that love never fails. It never fails. It doesn't vanish away. Paul also tells us that one of the greatest things is love. Together with faith and hope, charity, these three are the greatest. That's what love truly is. How many of us go to scripture when it comes to love? When I was growing up, My mother was a stay-at-home mum. She sacrificed, she gave up her job when I was a, a young child. And she opted for staying at home to raise me. And, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. In fact, you know, we grew up, I grew up pretty poor. I was an only child between my mum and my dad. And, um, you know, often my mum would go without things just to make sure that I was fed just to make sure that I had my school uniform she would go without and my mum was always at home you know I'd come home from secondary school Um, for those of you that are in the USA um, in the UK um, secondary school is from the age of 11 to 16 so when I was in secondary school I would come home always to a cooked meal on the table you know even when my mum couldn't eat there was always a cooked meal for me on the table and my clothes were ironed and put away and my mum was always there my mum was always there she was always there for me She would always be the one that would fight my corner if I was being bullied at school, which happened a lot. My mum was there for me. My mum was literally my my warrior, (laughs) you know? If there was anything wrong at school, my mum would would defend me. My mum would stick up for me. My mum was my advocate. She sacrificed her life to make sure that she was there for me growing up. 
And so as I got older and my mum sadly um, became um, ill with depression, um, most of her life was taken over um, from the time I was an adult with, with deep depression. She was tormented um, to this day. And um, I mourned the loss of my mother. Though she was here physically, I mourned her as an adult because she wasn't the person that I knew as a child. She was no longer this this person that I knew as a child. And in many respects, I failed my mother because I complained. I complained about my mother. I complained about the fact that she wasn't the same person that she was when I was growing up. I complained. My mother never told me that she loved me, but she showed me in so many other ways that I knew that she loved me. Was my mum perfect? No, she wasn't. But she did the best that she could. She did the best with what she had. She did the best with what she had. You see, my mum came from a broken home. She never grew up with her mother. Her mother had walked out on her and her siblings when she was a child. And so my mum grew up in foster care, you know, being moved from home to home. And it was very difficult for her, very difficult for her growing up. She went through a lot. And so my mum, with all that being said, raised me the best way she knew how, considering she didn't have an example of a mother from when she was a child. So she raised me literally with with nothing, but she gave me everything she had. And so when I sat there complaining about my mother, I remember it so clearly one day that my... I started to think on these things and the Lord ministered to me and the Lord corrected me and he made me look back on how she had raised me and then he did something else it was like he put a mirror up to my face and he said look he who is without sin let them cast the first stone wow you see in that moment of me complaining about my mother not being what I wanted her to be in my mother not being who I felt she should be I had forgotten who she had been and I did nothing but complaining and the Lord corrected me The Lord scolded me and he humbled me and he made me see that I was not loving her according to 
1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 to 13. I wasn't loving her according to his standards. I was loving her according to my own standards. And the reason I'm sharing this is because a lot of the time we love people according to our own standards and we forget that we as humans are flawed. We fail daily, as Paul says. If we say that we have not sinned, then the love of the truth is not in us. We lie. We all fall short, as Paul says, of the glory of God. And in those moments where we realize that we all fail daily, are we extending that same grace to others? Are we loving them according to 1 Corinthians chapter 13? I want to go over to 1 John chapter 4, 8. 1 John chapter 4, 8 says, He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. 1 John chapter 4, 9 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. We have to love one another as God has loved us. It's that simple. God has loved us even when we didn't deserve it. God has loved us even when there's been times when we have been so flawed. God has loved us through our faults. God has loved us in our worst moments. God has loved us when we backslid. God has loved us when we've made so many mistakes that we felt like we couldn't come back. God has loved us. God has loved us even when we've fallen short and he continues to do so. God loves us without question. John 13 Verse 34 says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Jesus gave us a new commandment. He made it very simple for us. And it's this, that we love one another We love Bob, we love Sue, we love Anne, we love whoever it is as brothers and sisters, even those that are not our brothers and sisters, we love them as Jesus loved us. How did Jesus love us? It goes back to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And if we replace the word with charity, with love, because charity in the Strong's Concordance is simply brotherly love, affection, goodwill, 
love, benevolence. So if we change, if we read it as love, then we read it like this. Charity suffereth long, love suffereth long, and is kind. Love envieth not, love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. Doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Rejoiceth not in inequity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Love never fail. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spark as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly. But then face to face, now I know in part then shall I know, even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three. But the greatest of these is love. Brothers and sisters, we need to take our view of love and take it to scripture. We need to study the way that Jesus loved us and emulate that love towards others. And if we catch ourselves not loving as Christ has commanded us to love, then we need to step back and we need to take it to God and say, Lord, I'm so sorry that I've taken my opinion of what love is over what you tell me that love is we need to take it to God in prayer if we are struggling to love anyone the way that God has told us we should love then we need to take it to God in prayer God can help us with that struggle and let's be honest just like I struggled as I got older, to love my mum according to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. In the same way that I struggled and I took it to God and God corrected me and he showed me and he made me feel godly sorrow in the sense of what I had confused my opinion of love to be in the same way God can help you love the way that you should love according to his word according to how Jesus loved us brothers and sisters 
let's not waste any time. We're living in the last days. All of us, all of us need to search our hearts to make sure that we are loving according to scripture. All of us need to check ourselves. I pray that this podcast blesses you and I pray that this gives you food for thought. And remember, Jesus is the light of this world. God bless you.